0: turbulent times call for clear-headed insight that's hard to come by these days especially on tv that's where we come in salem news channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place people you know and trust like dennis prager Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Exodus 13, 17 to 18. Exodus 13, 17 to 18. Again, God knows the complexity and the inner workings of the mind of man. He made another mover to address the mindset of, the, of his people. Exodus 13, 17 to 18. When Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them along the main road that runs through Philistine territory, even though that was the shortest route to the promised land. God said, if the people are faced with a battle, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness toward the Red Sea, thus the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. Amen. You see what God did? God said, these people, <laughs> it's been difficult to even change their mind. Now, if they go out and they meet with troubles, they meet with resistance, they're going to do what? They're going to change their mind and go back to Egypt. So God didn't take them to a place where they will meet with battles. He took them through another way, a longer way, just to make sure that they don't face problems and change their minds. eventually it took them through a place where they are locked in, also a place that turned out to be to the destruction of their enemy. Hallelujah. Very important that we go the way God wants us to go. Amen. Don't look for the shortest way. Did you hear that? Don't look for the shortest way or the easiest way. Look for the way that is the will of God. Look for the way of God. The way of God will always take you to the promised land. Will always take you to your destination to where you're supposed to be. Do not go for the shortest. Do not go for the easiest. Go for the will of God. Amen. War of words. Battle for the mind of man. War of words. Battle for the mind of man. Who and what you listen to matter. Who and what you listen to matter. Who and what you mostly listen to even matter more. Who and what you mostly listen to matter even more. The speaker and the words matter. The speaker and the words matter. In fact, how powerful or effective the words are is a matter of the source or the speaker have you ever seen some people, some of us, who have to shout, who have to scream, you know, to get our, out, our words out and for somebody to respond? Whereas some people come out because of their image, because of their status, they just say a few things and everybody runs. So the speaker matters, the words matter. In fact, what makes the words effective or powerful? Is the source of the speaker. So Jesus will say, it is the spirit that quickens. It is the spirit that gives life. The words that speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Meaning they are not ordinary words. The words that I speak to you, they are powerful. They can change your life. So again, words are powerful. Words are very powerful. It doesn't matter if they are positive words or negative words. Both are powerful. Both negative words and positive words are powerful. So be careful what you listen to. In fact, negative words can actually be more powerful than positive words. Did you hear that? Negative words can actually be more powerful than positive words. How is that so? Why is that so? I mean, if you look at these, you know, uh, true words, good overcomes evil, light overcomes darkness. Love overcomes hate. How is it that negative words can overcome positive words? If good overcomes evil, if light overcomes darkness, if love overcomes hate, how is it that negative will overcome positive? How? First, negative words have more followers. Negative words have more followers or more flag bearers than positive words. And they spread more rapidly or more quickly and more widely. I am sure you all know that what? Bad news make what? Headlines more quickly than good news. So if negative words have more believers than positive words, and the majority carries the vote, and you see why negative words win. You see that? You hear that? If negative words have more believers, if negative words have more believers than positive words, and the majority carries the vote, then negative words win. They become more powerful. Now listen to this. This is very striking. You will think that good will stand out. That good deeds will stand out and outshine evil deeds in this evil world. It's evil world. It's evil world. So if there is good, a good that comes out, you think what? This should what? Stand out. You know? That's what you would think. This should stand out in the midst of evil. Good should stand out. No. It's actually bad news, evil occurrences that get more traction and attention than good events. Mm, So sad. But that's what it is. And we've got to understand these things so that the Lord will give you wisdom how to walk your way in this life. Now, listen to this also. When you do the right things, they are really noticed. When you do the right things, they are really noticed. But when you do just one wrong thing, all hell breaks loose. You come to work every day early. You are there right on time. Nobody says, "Wow, that's great. That's good." you know? Nobody sees it. Nobody sees it. Nobody notices it. But the day you go late, the, late, the day you go to work late, the day you get there late. That's when you are written up. just once. Because good is expected. Some way, somehow. Good is expected. Bad or evil is not expected. Now, don't get tired. Don't get weary of doing good. Just keep on doing good. Even though nobody notices, even though nobody sees you, keep on doing good. Do not be weary in well doing. For in due time, you will reap the harvest. Amen. Don't get weary. Don't get tired because nobody sees you. Because nobody notices you. Don't get weary. Don't get weird. That's how it is in this world. Keep on doing the right thing. At the right time, the Lord will lift you up in the name of Jesus. Now, our texts: Numbers 13 and chapter 14. Numbers 13 and 14. Let's see how words and images play on our minds and even plague our minds. Did you hear that? Let's see our words and images, words and images, we are not just talking about words here, we're also talking about images. But even images turn out to be words. You have to understand them. You see something, it is you know, written, or it is sketched out like an art, artwork. You make sense of it, it gives you words. Amen. You make words out of it. So images also turn out to be words. So let's see how words and images. Play on our minds and can even plague our minds. They can even distress, disturb, break our minds. Number 13. Words are, are powerful. Words are powerful. Remember when 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 Jesus was going to the house of um, the man whose daughter was sick, and as he was going with the man to the house, some people came, some people came to tell the man the bad news. Well, your daughter is dead. Don't bother the master. There's no need to bring the master. Immediately, they said this to the man. Jesus turned to him and said, only believe. Amen. Because Jesus knew that that bad news would just destroy his faith. So immediately, Jesus spoke good words, spoke positive words to him to neutralize the negative words. Negative words have a way of chipping on our faith. Just chipping on your faith. Just chipping on your faith. Just wearing your faith down. Do not listen to bad stuff. That's what the scripture says by what? Protect your heart. Protect your mind with everything you've got. Because from your heart, from your mind, comes everything you do in life. Everything comes out of your mind, of your heart. So if garbage goes in, garbage comes out. So you got to gird your mind, gird your heart, gird your eyes. Protect your eyes, your ears, what you hear, what you see. Don't put your eyes to see or to watch pornography. No, it will destroy your life. There are many movies you, which you don't want to watch. They might even look good and sound good, but the devil has put some poisons there. And you don't even know. You just drink it. You eat it, and lo and behold, the poison, though very little, begins to grow. Many things out there are polluted, polluted. Now, you need the Word of God to be able to see. You need the spectacles of the Word of God to see. You need the scale of the Word of God to weigh things, to weigh the standards. You need spectacles of the Word of God to see. So, let's get to Numbers 13, Numbers 13 and 14, and see How words and images play on our minds and can even plague our minds. Numbers 13 from verse 17. Quickly, this is Moses giving instruction to the children of Israel. Now, here in Numbers 13, it's as if God was the one sending spies or sending them as spies to Canaan, to the promised land. But really, they were the ones that wanted to go and see what the land was all about. They wanted to see something in their mind that told them, go see first. That's not how God works, you know? Did you hear that? If God would show you what's in the future, you're not going to move out of here. You hear that? If God will show you what lies ahead, you're not going to step in there. Look back at your life. If I knew how difficult this was going to be, I wouldn't have taken this decision. I wouldn't have come here. Isn't that true? Mm? God doesn't show us everything. If he shows us everything, we're going to stay put where we are.